Welcome to How to Go Vegan Podcast. I'm Trish Roberts. Hopefully you've listened to the episode Becoming Vegan, My Personal Experience, and then Introduction to Plant-Based Nutrition. The latter contains important information about vitamin B12. If you haven't listened to either episode, I invite you to do so before listening to this one. I think whether you are new to veganism or you are already vegan, you will find these nutrition episodes informative and interesting. Before I commence discussing the importance of iron, I would first like to say that during these various nutrition episodes, sometimes I will be comparing plant-based sources of various nutrients with animal sources. And this is simply to demonstrate clearly the health issues in relation to both, backed by science. Although I do this, I want to be clear that for me, personally, and for other vegans I know, it would not matter if animal products and animal-sourced nutrients were better health-wise for us, and it would not matter if animal products were not harmful, I would still reject them because they are products of great violence. Moreover, it's unnecessary to consume animal products because we can easily meet our nutrition needs from a balanced plant-based diet and other non-animal sources. So with that in mind, I will sometimes share some examples of non-animal source nutrition studies to demonstrate the differences between plants versus animal sources and how a plant-based diet is often superior. Some of the information I'll provide in these episodes about nutrition are sourced from a site, nutritionfacts.org, which I find very beneficial. It freely provides regular science-based public information in regular short and easy-to-understand videos on the latest in nutrition studies. So I invite you to check it out, and please read my full disclaimer about external sites. What about iron? In this episode I talk about the myths in relation to iron. I talk a little about studies which suggest a strong association between animal source iron and cancer, the increased risk of coronary disease, diabetes, stroke and neurological diseases like Alzheimer's. It's a common myth that people who eat a plant-based diet will probably be iron deficient. But a recent study published in the Medical Journal of Australia found that vegans are no more likely to suffer from iron deficiency anemia than anyone else. In fact, a study published in the Journal of the American Dietetic Association showed those eating a plant-based diet generally have a greater iron intake than those who are not vegan. Actually, anemia is far less common than the health problems relating to too much iron. Anemia is also rare in those eating a balanced plant-based diet because our diet will generally avoid health problems relating to iron. Vegans don't ingest any of the heme iron found in animal blood and muscle, and that's good because one of the benefits of avoiding iron from animal blood is the protection against metabolic syndrome, and it also may be beneficial in lowering heart disease risk. If we don't absorb enough iron, we risk anemia. 
but if we absorb too much, we may increase our risk of cancer, heart disease, and a number of inflammatory conditions. Something we need to consider is that our body has no mechanism to rid itself of excess iron, and regulation depends on the ability to regulate iron uptake. The body normally regulates its own iron levels. It absorbs iron from the colon, and when the body has enough, it tries to stop absorbing. The problem when we eat animal flesh, which contains lots of heme iron, is that the heme iron from animal blood passes easily through the intestinal wall and into our own bloodstream. Heme iron bypasses many of those regulatory mechanisms. So animal-sourced iron, or heme iron, is problematic, and so is taking iron supplements. But the body easily regulates how much is absorbed of the non-heme iron found in plants. The truth of the matter is, eating a balanced plant-based non-heme diet is the best source of iron for our body because our body has some control over it. Some people, often linked to animal or food industries, describe non-heme iron as, quote, less easily absorbed, end quote, as if that were a problem. The actual problem is that the heme iron is absorbed too readily. Most reasonable plant-based diets have plenty of iron. The body takes all the iron at once. If more is absorbed in a diet of animal products, this is a failure of our body's regulatory system, not a cause for congratulation. I've gleaned some information about the problems associated with heme or animal-sourced iron from nutritionfacts.org, which posts lots of very interesting and current science-backed information about nutrition. I'll share these findings with you, and a quick note, please read my disclaimer about external sites. So we might ask, what are some of the health problems we may experience when we ingest heme iron or animal-sourced iron? Iron sourced from animal products can act as a pro-oxidant, contributing to the development of atherosclerosis by oxidizing cholesterol with free radicals, and this can lead to a 27% increase in coronary heart disease risk for every one milligram of heme iron consumed daily. In relation to heme iron, animal sourced iron, our brain and cancer, what do we find? The Journal of the National Cancer Institute questioned whether cancer itself was a ferrotoxic disease after a study showed that donating blood to rid oneself of excess iron appeared to cut cancer death rates in half. And with advanced neuroimaging techniques, iron accumulation in the brain is being increasingly linked to neurological diseases such as Alzheimer's. Pregnant women may develop iron deficiency anemia and may require iron supplements, but iron pills have been linked to birth complications such as preterm birth and maternal hypertension. For most people, taking iron supplements is not a good idea, and in fact that may be one reason there are higher cancer rates among people who eat animal products 
because they ingest heme iron or blood iron which our body is unable to regulate the absorption of. Studies have found that the intake of heme iron from animal products but not non-heme iron from plants was associated with an increased risk of stroke as well as diabetes. Higher heme iron or animal iron intake was significantly associated with greater risk for type 2 diabetes than non-heme iron, plant iron. There was a 16% increase of type 2 diabetes risk for every daily milligram of heme iron, animal iron consumed, and the same for cancer with up to 12% increased risk for every milligram of daily heme iron exposure. In fact, scientists can actually tell how much meat someone is eating just by looking at their tumours. Studies appear to suggest the healthiest iron appears to be non-heme iron, found naturally in abundance in whole grains, beans, split peas, chickpeas and lentils, dark green leafy vegetables, dried fruits, nuts and seeds. But because industry cannot really make any money from promoting beans, they come up with ridiculous things like blood-based crisp bread made out of rye and pig blood, one of the most concentrated sources of heme iron, about two-thirds more than chicken blood. Isn't that sad? There's even cow blood cookies and blood-filled biscuits. It's sad for obvious reasons that we are using the blood of sentient beings, but it's sad because the public is kept in the dark once again about nutrition and so many humans and non-humans continue to suffer and die. Heme iron is a potential cancer risk and not considered safe to add to foods intended for the general population. To underline the issue, as I mentioned at the beginning, studies from the American Academy of Nutrition and Dietetics and other sources have shown most vegans who do not take supplements are not low in iron. We get plenty from a balanced plant-based diet. The main difference for those getting their iron from plants is our body's ability to regulate uptake. It is far more common for non-vegans to have excess iron than to be deficient because they eat heme iron from animals. That is because heme iron bypasses our body's regulatory mechanisms. Too much iron and people suffer from a range of problems increased heart disease, colorectal cancer, infection, neurodegenerative disorders, and inflammatory conditions. Other conditions that have been associated with animal-sourced high iron intake include Alzheimer's, Parkinson's arthritis, and diabetes. And when blood iron is very high, we can suffer from chronic fatigue, joint pain, abdominal pain, liver disease, cirrhosis and liver cancer, diabetes mellitus, irregular heart rhythm, heart attack or heart failure, and skin color changes. This is one reason many nutritionalists warn strongly against taking iron supplements without a doctor's order. We should not require iron supplements if we have a reasonable and balanced plant-based diet unless there is some underlying illness. And just as a side note, if we have consistently elevated levels of iron in our blood, whether we are vegan or not, 
it's probably a good idea to be tested for hemochromatosis, which is a genetic disease allowing too much iron uptake. Hemochromatosis is an iron-loading condition and if not detected can lead to many serious health problems. It is far more prevalent than realized, especially among those of northern European descent. The bottom line is if we regularly eat some whole grains, legumes, nuts, seeds and dark green leafy vegetables, we will ingest plenty of iron. More importantly, it will be healthy iron, the kind our body will naturally regulate. Most importantly, by not eating animal products and not using them in general, we will be acting ethically and preventing the torture and killing of many hundreds of animals every year. As a side benefit, it will be much better for our health and the health of the planet. I hope you have found this episode comparing heme iron with non-heme iron interesting, and I hope you will listen to my other nutrition episodes, but most importantly, the episodes about ethics, because internalizing the ethical position is what will help us when we are talking to others, and also what will help us stay vegan. Thanks for listening. Till next time. Bye for now.